What's going on, Austin? It's surrounding areas. This is a grapevine here on KZI 88.7 FM. If you're online, www.kazifm.org. I am Giannis Banks, and this time I am here with my rejuvenated co-host. <laughs> rejuvenated? That's what we're going to go with, man. What has it been, three weeks? Hey, 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 hey. How long has it been? It's been a while. Yeah. I've just been busy. Texas been busy. Uh-huh. Mary, like, your co-host coming today? I said, I don't know, dog. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> I've just been all over the place. I've been in Chicago, been uh-huh. in Houston, uh-huh. been... San Antonio, just uh-huh. been all over the place. So I'm happy to finally sit down, uh-huh. you know. And, uh, you know, I've missed being here with you. Uh, well, we missed you, too. Whatever. You had Adina Howard on here. You had my yeah. folks from Jack and Jill on here. Uh-huh. I mean, you've been having a great time. Had Miss Marla come hang out. I mean, come on. Did you really miss me? Ooh, yeah, the, 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 the pause, y'all. It's the just, pause. It's drama. It's a dramatic pause. <laughs> Oh, what I miss. So what I miss. What I miss. What else? What else I miss? I don't remember. Um. <laughs> you, you know, I just kept on getting like, oh, yeah, I got his host. Who's the, who's the host? Oh, Dina Howard. What? I'm just doing this interview. And she's cooking. Hey, what? She's got wine coming out. Wine? Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. It's like a hint of cognac, if I remember right, <gasps> in the wine. Or it's like an aged in cognac barrels. or There's something about cognac with wine. That's, I remember the cognac part. Right. Um, and you'll get like her new song to go along with it when it comes out. And what? I will have to go and find the name because, you know, me and names, I don't remember. Um, is it like, because I'm going to be it? you can go and listen to the interview and listen to the whole thing and hear her talk about the name of the wine. So, yes, your call, your decision, because I'm not going to lie to you. What? I'm not going to have time to go and look to see what she, <laughs> what she put in the wine. So don't ask me. Um, I don't remember the name. Um, or you can try maybe Google Adina Howard wine. You, you know what? No, I don't do that. No. Um, yeah. Yeah. You might get a little bit of something, something that you, yeah. you know. Yeah, you might. Nothing but beyond a beverage. You may want to put your safety search on. <laughs> um, no, man. But Definitely no, it's really good to be back. Okay, well, update. Okay. So while I was away yeah. in Chicago, guess yeah. who I got to meet? I, I got Howard. to meet. You don't gotta rub it in. You gotta stop I rubbing I this stuff in. You said guess who you got to meet? I didn't. I get know. To meet her. I kn- just talked to her over the. I know, but y'all were like talking, and I was like really like having a FOMO moment. Like you know, I was missing out. I thought you may have met her while you was in Chicago. I no, know. I did not. Okay. But I did re- meet. <laughs> I get I did get to meet two of my legal sheroes. So we I went to the Black Women's Lawyer Association. Okay. They had a national summit that they do every five years, okay. and um, got to you know participate this year. And Attorney Valerie Garrett, if you're not familiar with her, she was uh, President Obama's senior legal advisor while he was at the White House. She got Roseanne Empire, right? I don't know about all that. Roseanne got herself fired. Okay. By talking about her. Oh, okay. Well, she was there. She did a great, we had a great conversation um, with everybody. It wasn't just me. Oh, I was going to say, like, you were like, whoa. We had a great conversation. It was and I, and some other people listened, but it was just her and I talking. It was just her and I talking, right. No, it was like a fireside chat, but it was really great to hear her journey from a law student to, um, you know, White House advisor, and then now she is the CEO of the Obama Foundation. So we, she kind of walked us through that journey, you know, some of the ups and downs, you know, and then she getting all jobs. 
Huh? Said she giving out jobs. I don't know, but I ain't going back to Chicago. It was too cold. I'm a Texan at heart, honey. I'll go work for the Obama Foundation. It was too cold. It was too cold. I can't do that. It was just too cold. No. But, okay, so check this out. After... Valerie Garrett's fireside chat. All right. I go outside and there's like the they had like the buffet, the food and everything. Outside the room. Outside the room. Okay, I'm, I'm like you talking no, about I'm not going outside. Yeah, I went outside. outside you know, it, was, it was too cold because it was to too cold to go outside. I'm trying to figure this out. <laughs> so I'm going. Um, you know, we finished our luncheon and everything, and then they had like a station set up for desserts. Okay. Okay. I'm a Texan, y'all, and they had churros. How exciting! So, I was in my element, uh-huh. getting my mixture, and <laughs> shut up, stop you know, laughing at me. I'm sorry, when, you, when people say churros, all I can think about now is Charles Barkley, but go ahead. Why? I'll tell you after you finish your story. Okay. So, um, you know, I'm making my churros, and this lady taps me on the back, and she's like, so which one is the best chocolate to go on top of the churro? Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, well, you know, I'm from Texas, so I would say that, like, this Nutella mix that they had was pretty decent. You know, that's what we've eaten. I Well, I've eaten, at least in San Antonio. So I look at the lady, and I'm like, man, you look so familiar. And she's like, oh, well, you know, I've done a couple of things with the organization and everything. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, how are you? She's, I was like, let me introduce myself, Nikki Wooding. She's like, hi, I'm Loretta Lynch. <laughs> and I, look, it still didn't register. And so I walk off and then I turn around and I'm like, oh, U.S. Attorney General Loretta Lynch? Yeah. Yes, it was her. Yeah. She was asking me about your eyes. And you messed it up. I did not because I got a picture with her. Okay. She remembered me later on uh, and everything. This is your right. That's what. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. That's pretty much the way you it went. Chance, you had a whole. So there's two things I can say now. Um, but you had a Tony Hawk moment because that happens to him all the time where people will see Tony Hawk, the skateboarder in mm-hmm. airports and places. And they really are always like, you know, you look familiar. Yeah. You look just like Tony Hawk, but like, they know the name. Like you look just like Tony Hawk. He's like, really? I get that all the time. Oh, they're like, yeah. Well, you know, cool. Nice talking to you. <laughs> and he will post about it. Oh, dang! I met Tony Hawk. I didn't realize I met Tony Hawk. Right. At least I guess it clicked for you. Um, At least it clicked later on. So hey, and yes. Charles Barkley always made fun of the Spurs and churros. <sighs> And the women in San Antonio. He ain't met me yet, that's why. And then he finally had a churro. He ain't met me in my clique. I'm from San Antonio, Uh, so we can change his mind. He had a churro, finally. He says, now I understand everything. He said, I I was double fishing the churros. I was tearing them up left. No, Ah, you can't. One at a time. I won't go into what he said after that, because he always had that love-hate. Yeah, with San San Antonio. I always, you know what? San Antonio women. San Antonio women, right. And I'm like, man... Charles Barkley, you got to meet me and my clique. Uh-huh. I mean, we can change your mind, but ain't change your life. But, but y'all left San Antonio. But we left San Antonio. So, <laughs> clearly, uh, maybe not. <laughs> Are you prepared for any natural disasters? Am I prepared for them? Uh-huh. I mean, it depends. I'm only asking um, because on the 22nd to the 24th, it is a tax-free weekend to get emergency prep supplies. So next oh. weekend. Um, so if you need... You know, stuff it's tax free weekend already for emergency supplies. Oh, okay. They do this before the season hits. So, axes, batteries, can open axes. Okay. Carbon monoxide detectors, coolers, <laughs> fire extinguishers, first aid kits, hatchets. Who are we, are we fighting zombies now at this point? Um, ground anchor systems, ice products. Go for it, babe. I have a question. Yeah, huh? 
Um, is handguns included? We are in Texas. Yeah. I'm just saying natural disaster. Uh, don't ask that question. You can get you a chainsaw. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, now, th- those <laughs> axes and things have to be less than $75. Emergency ladders, hurricane shutters are less than 300 and portable generators less than 3000 So oh. uh, next weekend, you may want to start looking around. You can go to the Comptroller's website or probably just Google emergency preparedness tax-free weekend okay make your shopping list so you can be prepared for so certain weapons are not included y'all yeah okay just to let you know yeah. I, I i knew someone was gonna ask you get your chainsaw right get you a chainsaw and an axe so you get you le- oh, leather gloves okay okay lj uh-huh toilet paper mm. <laughs> okay I'm done. okay yeah meanwhile uh-huh back on the ranch <laughs> I love being back with you. I Uh love being back with all the listeners. I love it. I'm so excited. There you go. All right. So, a lot going on here in the Lone Star State. You know, we got through, you know, the NBA. uh, No, the college. Sorry, NCAA. There you go. We had that in Dallas and in Houston, women's and men's. We had South by Southwest. A week later, we had CMT Awards. Uh, I mean, it feels like Texas has been nonstop. We had... Uh, so was, much. Um, Texas Relays. Texas Relays. And, That's who I forgot and, about that. And the CMT Awards. Are we on break? No. What's going on this week? Uh, there's a Support for block party this okay. week um, on East Support East Austin. Uh-huh. Hold on. When I tell you to stop, you stop. Um, who are you the, talking? Not, not he's not talking to me, y'all. Yeah, no, <laughs> not, not at this moment. No, uh, the computer was was doing its own thing. N- it was on Friday mode. Not listening to my orders. Um, yeah, so there is the um, East Side Block Party, mm-hmm. uh, Black of the Berry, Sweet of the Juice. Hey, that's gonna be tomorrow from twelve to six. The uh, Austin Justice Code. Coalition and others are putting it on. Okay. Um, and I will look up the name for the uh, the others involved. I just remember uh, I had been talking to Chance about it to get something set up for the job. So that's why I remember them. Um, Earth Day is next week, but yes, for this week is uh just a block party and probably some other stuff happening that I saw that I just can't remember now. At the top of my it's head, it's just nobody taking over the entire city. This week again. Uh, no. I I I, no. I could use a good weekend to just drive through downtown because you know for the past couple of weeks, even uh, when I came back and touched down back in in Austin, it's been hard on thirty five. It's that season where it will be hard on thirty five. Right. Um, and then no matter what city I've gone to in Texas, it's been a mess yes. because everybody's had something going on. We're opening completely back up. We are not opening. We are open. Mm-hmm. We <laughs> are back open and everything is happening all at once. Yes. Um, but yeah, no, I don't think there's any city wide <sighs> shutdown kind of deal happening. Yes. But then okay. again, I could be wrong. Alright. Well, meanwhile, I guess you can take it to some stories. So, uh-huh. you know, what's going on in Lubbock? It's all over the news. And, you know, a lot of people are talking about it. How crazy is this? Yeah, this is a weird one. And it's the times we're in. Um, 36-year-old man, his name is Larry Pearson. Mm-hmm. He has been sentenced to 7-0. I thought they said 7 at first. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> I think okay. he was hoping. Years in prison wow. for spitting at a Lubbock police officer. Wow. He was arrested back in May of 22 uh, when a person fla- flagged down an officer for alleged domestic violence. 
The victim informed officers that Pearson hit her multiple times and he had a firearm. Mm-hmm. Uh, prosecutor Jessica Gorman said the gun later turned out to be an airsoft gun and the victim had multiple visible injuries. When he was taken into custody, at one point he started to kick the doors inside the police car and when he was told to stop, he spat at both the officers. And when he arrived at the detention center, he kept spitting at officers. Wow. He was found guilty of two accounts of harassment of public servant. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gorman, who is the prosecutor, asked the jury to send a message to Pearson with his sentencing, noticing that he had previous convictions of continuous family violence and aggravated robbery. However, 70 years seems a bit much. Um, on account of those convictions, he was facing a minimum of 25 years. Instead, he got 70. Wow. I mean, of course, I hope that his attorney is intending to appeal this decision. Um, it seems pretty excessive. Yeah. Given the, um, I guess, th- th- these were misdemeanors, from what I understand. Um, that was me trying to read. It's okay. I, I can't. Um, <laughs> I, I, I do believe that these were misdemeanors. So my thing is, you know, for something, uh, you know, uh, as small as a misdemeanor, to equate that to 70 years, it does seem excessive. And that, it, I mean, if he argues this, would be in violation of his constitutional right. Simple uh, misdemeanor. Yeah. Yeah. So not even just a misdemeanor, but a simple one. Yeah. And I think that also the instruction for the jury to, like, send a message. Yeah. And use this as, you know, use him as, you know. Um, An example. Example. Yeah. I, it, it doesn't come off too well. Yeah. And it does seem like it was kind of... Um, tainted in that respect yeah uh, the punishment has to fit the crime correct and i don't think that we're there with this situation at all it is pretty excessive but um you know i think that it does open the conversation because you know how quick and swiftly they were able to give or ready to give them 70 him excuse me 70 years for spitting on a cop you know we do have to turn the table the other way around and see what is the time that cops get for killing yeah. Somebody that looks like him. Yeah. So that 70 years. Exactly. Uh, and I know it was 2017. Right. My last time really being in this session in the Capitol, there was a bill. And I think it, I know it left the House. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it left the Senate. I'm pretty sure it became law where they wanted to enhance penalties um, committed towards law enforcement, even if it wasn't an assault, right. but spitting or even verbally berating them so i don't know if this law played a role into that and what have you and of course you now have this climate where folks want to be quote-unquote tough on crime right um when we just came from a climate of we've been too tough on crime we need to be smart on crime right and have punishment that meet the crime or the offense right um where we've seen the data about locking folks up for this at crazy amount of time it does nothing Right. Right. It's not rehabilitated. It does nothing. Right. So, but we're changed times. Right. And, you know, not only that, and I, I'll get into this story next week, you know, um, especially the fact that some of these prisons are, you know, even where we're putting people to quote unquote rehab them, mm-hmm. you know, these prisons are deplorable. I didn't know what you see. And, you know, um, I am going to talk about LaShawn. Um, he is one, uh, he just passed away in a Fulton County prison um, from bed bugs. Mm. 
Yeah, and they were, he was not even recognizable by his family. Mm-hmm. That story is still developing, which is why I'm waiting until next week to go in, in more in depth of that, because um, he passed away last year. Mm. And the story is now just hitting the media and news waves. So I just want to just shed some light on like, hey, you know, we are intending to rehab people in these type of situations yeah. like in you know regular situations this would be deemed neglect or whatever you know abuse and yeah it, it's just crazy but how you know. do you have a texas jail with no ac right texas prison i should say with no ac right like there's quite a few and we know how hot it gets in right. this state and they ain't got windows to be opening up and catching a breeze right right but yeah i mean yeah, well, I I, I don't want to. Bra- I I just wanted to throw it in there. I, 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 yeah, yeah, but I I know that it does warrant a more in depth conversation. Oh yeah, you know because there are just so many issues, and like I said, that story just hit what maybe two days ago. Yeah, no, nah, no problem. So yeah, but anyway, <laughs> back to Texas and Governor Abbott. Mm-hmm. You know, um, to my understanding, he's going to go ahead and he's looking to. Pardon the man convicted of killing the Black Lives Matter protester, mm-hmm. even before he sentenced. So he's been pressured by, of all people, Kyle Rittenhouse and Car- Tucker Carlson. Mm. So if you're not familiar, um, uh, U.S. Um, Army Sergeant Daniel Perry, he was convicted of killing Garrett Foster mm-hmm. on July 5th, 25th mm-hmm. in 2020 at a George Floyd protest here in Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, he claims that when uh, Foster was coming to him, he felt intimidated. He thought he might have had a weapon. I guess later on they figured out that he didn't. Um, he opened fire as, you know, uh, he being Perry, opened fire while Foster was allegedly approaching his vehicle, shooting him five times before he sped off. Um, like I said, he's gone through the trial. The jury said that he was guilty of... Um, I don't know if it was man murder. Yeah, he was convicted of murder on April seventh, mm-hmm. and right afterwards, here comes Governor Perry, saying that he wants to act swiftly yep. in the laws regard allowing the pardon of Sergeant Perry. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It almost is like he's trying to Perry. I mean, not, not Perry. Um, Patrick. No, Abbott. Abbott. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um, I, I was getting the names confused. But the thing with Abbott is, I was, it feels like he's taking that military stance and, oh, he's in the military. And so, you know, we should look out for our own type deal. But then in reality, you know, although he is a military, he's former, I should say now, mm-hmm. military, he still is a convicted killer. Mm-hmm. And no matter if you did side with someone, uh, on whether whatever side you're on a murder and a murder is a crime is a crime and you have to treat it as such and when you're sitting here allowing people to be pardoned because they align with your ideologies then what are you doing you're chilling and you're kind of condoning that behavior right and then just a little backstory for you that he was like the sole caregiver of his wife because she was uh she is uh, disabled i believe she's in a wheelchair right uh so he was the sole caregiver for her um and you know they put the the prosecution they helped present his tweets because you know nothing is off limits folks don't understand how the internet works still yep. uh with him saying uh weeks before that no protesters go near me or my car um 
basically saying he will shoot him. He wanted to shoot people. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, I might go to Dallas to shoot looters. Wow. He asked to talk to friends about the protests eroding the nation in the media aftermath. Uh, he also had online searches like riot shootouts, wow. protest tonight. Oh, no. Protesters in Seattle get shot. Wow. Before he did the same thing. So, um, yeah. But, yeah, your governor and as well as some of his friends are. Of course, he can't flat out pardon them. He has to ask the, the board to right. recommend that he be pardoned. Right. Um, so then he'll sign off later after that recommendation hits his desk. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he can't do it. He has to just... I guess try to make them and there was other folks he should have done that for which whatever mm. <sighs> get off my soapbox yeah, yeah. I know yeah. there's other people that's been pardoned and I still mm. and folks who hadn't been pardoned that right. they the board had even recommended that he should and he still hasn't so uh, okay yeah. <laughs> <sighs> interesting times we live in but mm-hmm. we're bringing this to your attention so if you want to, you know, communicate, contact your congressman, um, you know, to in, inform them of your opinion about the situation, that would be a great idea. Or your state rep, since it's right. in Texas. I mean, that's why I meant state rep. Yeah, you're good. I got you. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, meanwhile, FBI, they are warning people that it's better to arrive with you at your local airport with your phone fully charged along with a backup battery because there may be some issues with the public charging stations at the airport. So if you are not familiar, there is a juice jacking, which is a scan that involves putting malware or monitoring software into like the public USB USB ports Mm -hmm. that you use to charge your phone. And that gives scammers the ability to steal data off a phone when it plugs in it could steal your passwords address banking information and you would never know um until i guess you check your account (laughs) so victims could have their phone even locked through the software Mm. so what they're asking people to do like i just said a minute moment ago is to make sure your phone is fully charged bring a backup battery um now i'm starting to travel with it everywhere um my backup battery or use Um, the brick what's the brick i mean you know how you plug your cable into the brick you plug into the wall because they're saying it's the USB plug, but oh. you can still plug it. Because I've always just plugged it into the the outlet because mm-hmm. uh, I have to fast charge on, right. my, on my charger. So I'm going to just use that instead. If I do the USB, it does not do the fast charge. It's slow. Right. So they're saying, you know, instead of if you don't want to have the extra charger or whatever, whatever, use the outlet. Right. Not the USB. But yeah. Yeah. People are getting smart. They are. and But we're smarter. Yeah. So, yes. Uh, Stop it. Okay. We're smarter, y'all. Well, I believe in us. You see how we respond is? to things. But <laughs> I don't know we're smarter because they like, ha, gotcha. Right. Um, okay. Well, nonetheless, we know what to do since summer's quickly approaching. So, y'all get ready. Yep. Y'all got some months in advance to so go ahead and buy your um, portable tray backup batteries and to make sure, you know, you be, have your plans aligned. It might be able to be uh, tax free. During the emergency preparedness hey, weekend. Hey, tis true. You can look to see if it's covered. Okay. Yeah. What else we got? Well. What's the national news? What's going on? Well, there's a small thing. Small? Yeah. Oh, okay. 
Something simple. Y'all know it ain't small. It's Google small. Uh, more information is coming out, but you know, there's that little leak of documents from the Pentagon. Little leak. Yeah. Mm. That 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 thing happened. Uh, where he was arrested, the National National Guard, uh, Massachusetts Air National Guard member, mm-hmm. Jack Texaria. I know. I was going to share. Going to try. I'm sorry. To share. Okay. I knew. I knew how to say it. Okay. There's a baseball player with that same name. Um, oh. Yeah. Uh, Randy relation. Nah, not yet nah, if i'm him now nah, man that's okay just a, that's a common <laughs> last name okay um he's believed to be a leader of an online chat group where classified documents were posted he did this over uh discord i don't know if you're familiar with the discord no. chat app a lot of gamers uh use that and there's people who stream mm-hmm. they use that as well as a way just to converse, converse with people um in different places because a lot of the time for the video games the online chat stuff in game is kind of terrible mm-hmm. so it's a different way you can put out strategy or you can do voice calls mm. you can do all these different things you can create your own server okay your D- discord server and people ask to join and you can build your own little virtual community yeah oh. uh, so he i guess had his own discord server and allegedly because mm. nothing is proven yet right but it ain't looking good um <laughs> he had talked about some of the stuff that was happening and was like yeah i can prove it and he uploaded um some documents like the next day or so and of course it was it's as with everything on the internet it starts small in the group right and then people but start sharing once you put it out there yeah look what I, no, 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 no. yeah so of course the uh, pentagon and others are worried about how this will impact um some of their relationship with allies because in those documents of course was about the ukraine war but also as with any country really you're you spy on everybody friends and enemies alike because right. you never know what your friends are going to do so mm. there is some concern about how that may impact some things right. um because they were doing assessments of like intelligence assessments of the, your allies and like you said um adversaries as well and so it's no telling what's in those reports um, so he was doing this to prove a point. Yeah, it's allegedly. Allegedly, everything of course is alleged. He had okay. his initial hearing today. His daddy was in court. His family was in court. Um, you know, he, he shouted, "I love you!" He said, "I love you back, pops," as he was being escorted out, what have you. Uh, so this is ongoing, and more of it's going to come out, and more is going to be talked about it um, in the coming days. I'm sure. Um, there's questions about how did he have access to this kind of data in the first place um of course now you have his classmates coming out talking about how what he was fascinated with and they've interviewed people on the discord server already one person who talked to him on video and described what he looked like so um yeah okay well mm -hmm. yeah okay moving along Uh (laughs) uh-huh So. I cannot stand that part of the story. I'm sorry. Which part? The part when they, you know, when they all go on the whole oh. tangent of how great of a person he was. And- oh, no, 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 no. They're not saying he's great. Oh, okay. I'm now, sorry. His family may. Right. Um, they His classmates was like he was a loner and fascinated by war and weapons. Oh, okay. I did, oh, I'm sorry. I thought that the classmates were kind of. Yeah. They were very Oh, my wary. gosh. He was student council president. Oh, no. There was, oh. A lot of people were wary of him. Okay. They went to middle school and high school with him. He was a loner. Yeah, fascination with war and guns. Y'all gotta watch what y'all say to these people. They made them off-putting to a lot of people. Yeah. Now somebody is, you know, he was pleasant, but he didn't have many friends, so he was picked on. Okay. Yeah. Well, meanwhile in Tennessee. Yep. Um, 
happy that um, we have had our two black Democratic state senators that were expelled from the Tennessee State House. They have been reinstated yes. to their seats. So, as you know, the saga began Thursday before Easter um, when, you know, they were um, confronted by their colleagues um, and basically expelled out of the, what is it, the The, house. uh And so, you know, even from that, it was three of them that were kind of um, championing gun control and really going to the floor and... Really putting a voice behind it, right? Which we're, we're hoping that your representatives, representatives do, right? I guess that it crossed the line for them when they said that a bullhorn was used. I guess that was the big bullhorn. They said that the two, some they said that the two brothers. Mm-hmm. I guess they walked out and walked back in, walked out and ch- to entice the crowd and came back into the floor and had the bullhorn. Um, weren't they? They were accused of inciting violence. That's why. They, yeah. Right. Or. or Disrespecting, I guess the the decorum and the decorum of, right. of the house. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so you know, they took the vote back to their respective, I guess, council, uh, council and um, commissioner court. There you go. And of course, they were reinstated back in. Um, if you did not or weren't able to watch their um, the reinstatement, not necessarily the reinstatement, but when the commissioner court voted them back in. Well, that was just for one of them. It was the other one. for one. Counts, and, okay, and the second one. Okay, so second. who was the second one? The Do you remember if it was a... It, okay, whatever it was, he had a rally right. that was right outside. And not necessarily a rally, but just a... You know, it was Justin Peterson was the was one done Peterson? by the Commissioner Court. Yeah. Okay, so he had a rally after the event, and I don't know if y'all were able to watch it. I just had it on while I was working, and when I tell you it was a revival mm-hmm. outside, and mm-hmm. I could feel it through the TV, mm-hmm. that was amazing. Oh yeah, um, all eyes are on Tennessee at the moment, as they, as they should. Uh, there has been leaked audio from, I guess, the Republican caucus meeting where they're upset that they're being labeled as racist and said I've been called racist and other things in the past couple of weeks than I've ever had in my life. Uh, they're mad at one particular Republican rep there, mm-hmm. the one who did not vote to expel um, Gloria Johnson, the white lady, white rep there. Who, Is that Scott? Uh, you talking about the rep? Sipiki? Okay. No, mm-hmm. but I now get the rep's name. But, okay, uh, he was like, eh, it didn't it, yeah, it was Sapicki. I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, well, Sapicki told Barrett. Barrett is the Republican name. Mm-hmm. Um, he told him that you got to do what's right, even when you think it might be wrong. So they're trying mm-hmm. to convince this is for the democracy. This is for the heartbeat of our state and our country. And you didn't do the right thing. So because of you. We're now being looked at racist because you didn't vote to expel her like we did the rest of them. And you should have just did it anyway. And we have to stick together is what they're telling him. So, yeah, they're not happy with how they're being depicted. But it was silliness and what they did to begin with, with uh, expelling them. Now, of course, the two that were reinstated uh, right now is on a temporary basis uh, until the governor sets the special election date. For those seats to be filled and they can run during it nothing says they can't run again um that's just the law so uh, i know one of them said he's gonna run i think it was jones who said he's gonna run again and i'm sure the other will as well so 
Yeah, and they should. I hope they do. I think they're going to win because even yeah. his opponent, uh, Jones' opponent, the uh, sister is the one who's on city council. She nominated him to be going back. She like, the people spoke. Right. The better person won. He should be there. So yeah. I, I don't imagine somebody trying to run against him. No, right. No. Shout out to the sister. Uh-huh. <laughs> he said it's my first day back in a while, so I'm a little rusty, y'all. <laughs> mm, that's what happens when you take a month off. Listen, huh? I didn't take a month off. I just had alternative things to do. Is that what we're doing? I guess I, that's the only way I can put it right uh, now. I'm not a secretary. I am an administrative assistant. <laughs> okay. I am not a trash man. I am a environmental what was it yeah oh my god okay mm-hmm. but yeah mm-hmm. whatever okay <laughs> yeah 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 uh-huh however you want to word it man it's the same thing environmental deep pollutant okay that's yeah, what you want to call it that's yeah. cool same thing it's not Vice knocking president the, of the residents it's not knocking the job i'm just saying whatever. i can't say the thing i was gonna say I know. um all right so let's finish up here in texas we got the Crown Act that's going on that was just passed. Yes. Yay. So Passed out the House. Okay, go ahead. To be clear. Uh, yeah, so the Texas House, which, I don't know, they're weird. Um, they We voted for them. Not all of them. I know, but I'm just saying. Uh, it was a 143 to 5 vote. So there was five representatives who did not support this act. Mm. Um, and I'm pretty sure I know the five who did it. Uh, Rep. Retta Bowers. She's out of Garland. She championed this last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it got through the House and died in the Senate as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they passed a bill that would prohibit race-based hair discrimination in schools, workplaces, and housing. Mm. Um, so there is a companion bill um, in the Senate by Senator Boris Miles that's kind of just hanging out in committee. So maybe it will move or maybe... This bill will now go over there. They can substitute this bill for that bill, and this bill will be what's moving, and that will save time, and we can keep it moving if we can get a hearing. Um, But, you know, it's a big accomplishment. Um, In the statement, she says, I believe, this is Rep. Bowers, I believe how that hair naturally grows out your head should have nothing to do with what's inside. Right. And therefore, with any of the success that we accomplish, the time is now for Texas to take up the civil rights legislation and protect the people from racial discrimination that's why i change mine like every other week uh-huh. keep everybody on their toes and there was a black police officer who supported the bill and he talked about how he got reprimanded for his hair and suspended from duty wow. uh because of his cornrows wow yep so he was um says it prevented from engaging the community he protected for almost a year he suspended for almost a year for hair for hair before being cleared of violating department policy with his hair Mm. So, hey, hey! Uh, All right. Well, I guess what what's the next move now? No, they need to. If you are supportive, I would recommend you reach out to your senators in the Senate to get a hearing for this bill or Senator Miles. But you can always have it for Senator Miles, and this can be substituted. But just call the Senate <laughs> and ask them to work to get the bill heard in the Senate side now. Right, so this is in reference to the Crown Act. Again, mm-hmm. it will be banning any discrimination due to your hairstyle. So that's braids, locks, things of that nature, afros. So we want to make sure that 
your workplace or school. you know school or I school stories on schools i know that you, and that happens every single year here in texas yeah. you know somebody is told that they can't cross the stage because their dreads are too long or their hair is below their shoulders especially black men yeah, um you can't wear that here right so um this would be an opportune time for all of us to get involved in raising our voices and making sure that we protect um one another and protect our crowns you know so with that said well i guess we'll go on to a legal minute can i get some music please (laughs) oh okay i hope better about be nothing crazy not for my legal minute i'm gonna find that crazy song i know and i know it just (laughs) i know your mind is Uh, anyway it's like normally populates itself every friday it does yeah but today it didn't great okay Uh, now i gotta remember it Look at God. Oh, I remember now. No, you don't. So anyway, going into the legal minute. So we'll start off with Monique. Have you watched her new Netflix document? I mean, Netflix show. Have you seen it? Nah. All right. Well, anyway, she, you know, after selling her years-long fight with Netflix, Monique has sued another major media platform, and this time it's over unpaid royalties from her hit television show. Do you remember the show, The Parkers? Yes. All right. Well, Professor Ogilvy and everybody. Well, if you remember, she was one of the stars of the show, and she is suing them because she's owed millions, supposedly, allegedly. Mm-hmm. Um, so she filed in the Los Angeles Superior Court on Wednesday um, for for claims of breach of contract, saying they um, allegedly depressed profits of the show and retained millions of dollars that would have otherwise been contractually due to Monique. Now, if you don't know, um, Paramount, which, you know, Paramount, CBS, Mm -hmm. one and the same, Mm -hmm. um, they did do a big merger with Viacom. And so they are in the midst of still settling that dispute, which I think they just did the other day. And they agreed to pay $122 million to stakeholders as well. So they have... (laughs) You're a stakeholder too? I'm a stakeholder. So they're trying to resolve their allegations because they were... um, uh, claim by stake. There were claims by stakeholders. Shareholders. I said stakeholders, didn't I? Uh-huh. Okay, by shareholders. Excuse me. That they were um, the transaction between the two companies was unfair. Mm-hmm. Supposedly there were some family relations. We'll put it that way. Oh. Um, and not not that. You way. said relations. You know. I know. I relations. know. When you looked at me, that's when I wanted to retract. Yeah. That. Go ahead. So. <laughs> Be clear with your words now. Come on. I am. I thought I was, but when he looked at me, I was like, "Okay, maybe I'll choose another word." Well, there were family issues, I should say. Well, she was um, one of the uh, owners of Viacom. Uh Was the heir to the previous owner, and she kind of uh, dictated how that merger was going to happen, and even sold it for less than it was valued a year prior. Gotcha. It was a lot going on. Yep. So they had some things that were going on under the table against their own shareholders. There so there's no reason to believe that Monique's allegations might be not may not be too far fetched. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how this plays out. Like again, it was just filed on Wednesday. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, you get your money. Right? Um, next, Ricky Smiley. He's asking for grandparents' rights mm-hmm. um, after his granddaughter's mother is hindering his efforts to stay present, pres- present in his 
in the child's life. Okay, it's my first day back. Reading Stop giving me hard, the look. Look, I know some. Uh, look, I know I'm some TV messaging. personalities that can read. I know. I'm okay, just, go ahead. So anyway, uh-huh. so I'm bringing this story up because I don't think some people really even understand that these rights exist. So if you're not familiar, grandparents' rights is um, is usually brought up in the court when say your child has been is deceased or incapacitated in some some way mm-hmm. um so if you're not familiar ricky smiley's son recently passed away um and he's ricky smiley is trying to stay in his granddaughter's life despite his son's death sure. and in his attempts i guess the mother has been ignoring um i guess him reaching out and from Ricky Smiley's perspective, she, he's saying that, hey, the child's already suffered a loss. Why would you have to take away the grandparents as well? You know, the father is already um, gone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she, he's just trying to make sure, like I said, he just stays present. Um, he revealed, Ricky Smiley revealed that he recently made a gesture to have Stormy present for our Easter gathering. And I guess shared the text on Instagram interesting and i guess he didn't get a chance to see her so he's asserting those rights he's filed in court to go and get some type of visitation established with the his granddaughter and again like i said i'm bringing the story up basically to inform people that these rights exist um some families unfortunately do get cut off at the point when a mother or father passes away because the other parent might not have a relationship with the other family or have any animosity or something like that and just to let you know that grandparents they can't assert their rights as well to be present pre- gosh Pre- present mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> in their grandchild's life mm-hmm. so yeah in certain situations because there are times when folks will try to abuse this as well mm-hmm. the kids will be alive and like well i can still see my grandchild whenever i want to right like no you can't take the kid from the parents when both parents are right so that's why i i know i did i hope did. i did did, did i say that you did okay oh yeah. uh, so yeah we try to it's tried to use it when there's some issue with the parent as far as their presence or you know they are no longer with us in some right for some reason mm-hmm. but yeah um also um unfortunately um the u.s officials they will not pursue criminal charges in shanquilla robinson case if you're not familiar she was vacationing in cabo with some company i i don't like it when they call them friends because if you saw the video they attacked her um while they were there i don't know the of course the backstory but i did see the video where she was brutally attacked and she died from I, I, well, I don't know if it's necessarily been associated with the attack, but it was blunt force trauma that she did experience. Um, nonetheless, um, the uh, the family has been reaching out or working with the FBI to see if they can investigate and step in to help prosecution of this tragedy that's happened. Um, however, like I've said, they chose not to prosecute. Her attorney um, did release a state or was on TV, I think yesterday, releasing a statement and saying that this does not deter the family from moving forward. Of course, you know, I think they are working with Mexican officials to seek prosecution of this case. Um, I know it's been, I think it's been, wow, 126 days Mm -hmm. since she's died. And, 
you know, there's literally been little to nothing that's been done. And I guess that's part of the family family's frustration. But nonetheless, they are trying to keep hope alive and to hope that there will be something done or something able to be done along the way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, know. Yeah, I hope the family can, can um, get the justice that they deserve. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And that they want and need uh, to get the closure uh, for this tragic um, situation. And, and of course, the feds that say they will review and examine any new information that becomes available. So I don't know what that means for them. But and I'm gonna quickly run through this last story because, of course, it's still developing. But I want to put it in people's ears. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas, he is um, for over 20 years. He has been treated to luxury vacations by billionaire Republican donor Harlan Crow. Mm-hmm. He goes on cruises um, on his yacht, files, flies on um, Crow's private jet, <laughs> and what? His name is Crow. His name is Crow, and he's flying. Yeah. And um, just leave me alone. Okay. And he keeps company, and Justice Thomas and his wife keep company with Crow at his um, private resort. So the extent of, you know, his relationship and gestures toward um, the Justice Clarence Thomas has is yet to be revealed. But we have one issue. And that big issue is that Justice Thomas hasn't disclosed everything in all the transactions that have happened between him and Crow. Specifically, I think there was a um, home that was purchased and he did not disclose that. That was back in 2014. Um, um, I guess it was a house and some unused land that was associated with this. And so that has opened up Pandora's box to figure out if there's any other things that Justice Thomas has been uh, withholding, if you will, from um, his reporting duties. So that story is still developing. Um, I think there was a lot of conversation as to why is this going on and why is this important? Well, one is there's been a lot of conversation about the justices having some rules that are established there in the Supreme Court as, you know, what they are um, expected to do. This is one particular issue because the Cong- Congress has made this a rule that they have to disclose certain things after Watergate correct Mm -hmm. so this is the requirement that he has and so he's already in violation so this is also pushing that um now I want to call it agenda but the ideal the idea that there needs to be some rules for justices to abide by as they sit on the bench um one and before I end my legal minute got two cases that I'm watching right now if you're not watching the pros um, the member, one of the founder of the Fugees, he is actually on trial right now for um, campaign donations from Obama and Trump's campaign in working with the Malaysian government um, and Chinese government in over thirty million dollars per campaign. I know um, Leonardo he was Di- donating money. He was funneling, helping funnel money uh, okay. for as donations for the campaign. Okay. Leonardo DiCaprio took the stand. Um, to my understanding, this week i believe um on this case um i'm just interested in it because it involves one of these main uh characters that was a part of the malaysia 
uh, corruption scandal of the um, I forgot the name of this scandal, but it was part of the Wolf of Wall Street. I think I brought up the documentary a long time ago, but nonetheless, the case is going on right now, and I'm like literally obsessed. And then the other case that's going on is actually in South Africa, and if it's a doctor that was um, found with a escapee from prison yeah. that was charged with murder and a couple of other things, she's a very prominent doctor. And to find out that she's been hiding three dead bodies and use one of the bodies to um, to uh, help her husband or boyfriend escape from prison. It's mind blowing because it all just happened this week and they just got arrested on Thursday. So I don't know. I'm still trying to decipher what's going on, but I'll report back next week. They've been watching <laughs> movies. Back to Clarence Thomas. Yes. What kind of law is he breaking? Is it criminal? Is it punitive? I it, think it's more punitive. Uh, it might be criminal. I uh, mean, it might be because well, Watergate, right. Watergate would probably make it a criminal thing. Correct. And so it depends on how it's written into the law and the mm. uh, and what you know um, consequences are attached to any violation of that. Mm. So I I can report back to that sure. next week. Well, and, and it's funny because Thomas has Justice Thomas has mm-hmm. always presented himself as. As they say, uh, every man uh, with modest taste. He says, I don't have any problem going to Europe, but I prefer the United States. And I prefer seeing regular parts of the U.S. Mm -hmm. Uh, This is a a documentary for his life, which, oddly enough, Crow financed. Right. Uh, He says, I prefer the RV parks. I prefer the Walmart parking lots, the beaches, and things like that. There's something normal to me about it. I come from regular stock, and I prefer that. I prefer being around that. Yet, he is... Out on this private plane and yachts and island hopping and not telling anybody about how he's anyway. Get into it. <sighs> I'm gonna get into it next week though. Uh-huh. I'm I'm, I'm de- definitely dedicating some time because you know I do. It's it's ironic. We all been texting with one of his family members. Did you know that? Who's been texting with one of his family members? You have to. Don't be putting me on that. I, I don't have. know his family. Yes, you do. Shoot. Yes, you Ask do. Ask me their family member names. See okay. if I know it. I'll ask you later. Uh, but nonetheless, I'm nope. You, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm innocent. Now, what you been doing? I don't know. You're in the, I'm in the group chat with you. What do you mean? I, I don't know who I was talking to. Yeah, you've been, yeah. See if I got names on my phone. Uh, I can put it, you're uh, in the group chat. I don't know who I'm talking to. Okay, you, whatever. You, you put people in that chat. I'm gonna use I do Thomas. not just put people in the I'm chat. I'm going to use the Clarence Thomas defense. I ain't know these people. You put them people in the chat. Whatever. I was just there. What? Which is, Crow's Y'all see defense. what I'm dealing with my first day back? Crow's defense is funny because I think about how they used to do the NCAA athletes of sure. of like, I'm just treating some friends. This is what Crow said. I'm treating right. some friends. I didn't ask any favors from him. It's yeah. just how I treat all my friends. But oh. back when, before NIL deals, right? Had to even a- if the student athlete didn't know you was an agent or you had ties to an agent, mm-hmm. they can get in trouble because you took them out for lunch or dinner, even though they didn't know you had ties to this agent, this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. Now they're in trouble. And the NCAA and folks are like, yeah, nope, it's the rules. You shouldn't do it. And now here this guy is trying to, oh, that's just how I treat all my friends. I've never asked them for any kind of favors on the court. Mm-hmm. It's the same for me. Like, I, I work government job. Mm-hmm. Certain things I can't do. Yeah. There are certain gifts. Even if somebody, like, I was offered a ticket to an event this past week. I know. We offered a ticket to an event this past week, and because it was over X amount of dollars, I had to be like, "Man, I appreciate it, but I can't do it." Yeah, I knew better. 
And I ain't got a law degree. I'm just saying. You're just saying. We had to take an ethics <laughs> class for that. So <laughs> if I can know better. Right. Shame on him. Well, also, you know, before we go, just want to give a couple of shout outs. So okay. Texas Southern University, your cheer squad, they, you know, shout out to them. Congratulations for making national competition history. Uh-huh. Um, they did win the NCA, which is the National Cheerleaders Association, uh-huh. um, did win their national championship. They won in the Cheer Spirit Rally Division One category. All right. So congratulations to them. Um, I know that they're excited, you know, Um, and next, oh, want to send some good vibes. Everybody send some good vibes to the radio um, to Jamie Foxx for, you know, he's currently recovering from his medical condition. They didn't specify what that was. Have you heard? Mm -hmm. No. Okay. And so I didn't hear hear what it's either, but whatever it was, he's getting better. So just want to send some healing vibes his way. Hope he gets better. Um, we'll talk about Freak Nick next week. <laughs> We're going to put that off because we need some more time to talk about Freak Nick. Yeah, some of y'all going to be traumatized. Now, if they ever do a Kappa Beach. Then, yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, just a reminder. Just a reminder for some upcoming events. Uh, the East Side Block Party. I guess the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice. Hey, yep. hey, hey. Yep. Um, that is on the 15th tomorrow from noon to 6 o'clock. Uh-huh. Then we have Earth Day coming up at Houston Tilston. That is on April 22nd from twin. I mean 12 noon to 4 p.m. And then the Jack and Jill Health Fair uh-huh. is at the Dell Medical Center. They were here last week yeah, chatting yeah. with you. I'm Not jealous again. Well, you should have been here. Okay, y'all. April 29th from 1 to 4. You know what? Y'all. Do we have any black excellence? That what? I did go through black excellence. I, but I, Was you it know. Cheerleaders? Yes. Oh, okay. But also, Home Depot um, has honored 36 HBCUs with the Retool Your School Award. Uh-huh. So, congratulations to all 36 schools, because I'm not naming them all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And yes, I guess we do have like five minutes. Uh-huh. So, I guess if you want to. I, I since like, I took I'm, look, I'm since I took like, your stories. I'm like, why is she rushing? I am because I I didn't know if we had to have a break to go back to the commercial. I don't. I look. I this forgot is, the break schedule. And no, we, we can do the break schedule before we leave. It's, All right, it's not a long break. All right, cool. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm looking at these schools. I'm just getting some some money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and then um, I want I want I I brought this story in and I put your name next to it, but I really want to talk about it. So on Tuesday there was um. At Morgan State University, mm-hmm. they had a wall that was built more than 80 years ago to separate black students from the areas in Baltimore, well, Baltimore area, the mm-hmm. predominantly white neighborhood. So it was torn down on Tuesday. Hey. And um, the neighbors started building what they labeled a spite wall, and the neighbors being the white residents there, mm-hmm. back in 1930 wall, um, that 1939. Okay. So the hate walls was p- to prevent Morgan State students from simply walking across the street into the all-white neighborhood and to stop and to shop at the all-white shopping center that was near the campus as well. So the move, the removal of the wall is being celebrated by both the HBCU and the local community. Um, you know, they did have uh, an event. <laughs> See, there it is. They did have an event that was, um, you know, acknowledging the removal of the wall. So they brought down that wall. And... Hopefully, it builds a better relationship with the campus and community. That's crazy. Germany did it before, y'all. Yeah. Um, Bye. I'm, okay. I'm glad they <laughs> tore down the wall. You have a former president and a governor 
who wants to build more walls. So, um, yeah, man, glad to see them do that and try to bring the communities together. It's been fun. We got to go. You can follow us on social media. They talking about y'all in the group chat. I'm talking about you in the group chat is all I got to say. Uh, that's because you're putting people's business out there. I'm not putting it. I didn't say any names. You said you got family who related to I did Planet not Thomas say I had. No, no, no. You're, you're losing the game Thomas. of telephone here. Because telephone exactly right what at. I said was I know someone who happens to be related. Yeah. And or in the, you know, in that... By association, that makes you related to him. I am not related to him. Yeah, there you go. No. You're, you're tied in. You can follow us on social media on Facebook and IG. That's <laughs> the Grapevine Talk. Twitter is the Grapevine ATX. Podcast is on Podbean and every soul podcast site. Yo, we are out of here. Y'all we stay are. blessed. Go to the website. Hit that support tab. Community-based station. We do this with your support and all that good stuff. Yes. Um, Out. See you next week.